Today's conversation is an extra special treat. It's a pretty amazing day. We're talking to a globally known sports star. We're going to talk about the legendary dinner parties he hosted with big names, big wine, big food. We're going to talk about his experience with a legendary French winemaking team, with the legend that is Michel Ribier, with Chateau La Mascarone. We're talking about the world-class rosé he's releasing and how it's changing the entire industry. If you haven't tasted it yet, my gosh, you're going to want some today. It's amazing. So who is it? We're talking with former NBA star San Antonio Spur, Tony Parker. So with that, let's jump into today's conversation with Tony Parker. Hey, how you doing? It's Tony. Tony, very nice to meet you. Thank you for the call. Our audience is foodies, it's wine lovers, it's travelers, and so if it's okay, just a few questions about food and wine for you. So obviously, in the past uh, few years here, you've been diving into the winemaking with Rochelle Rabier and his team. Can you uh, talk a little bit about the adventure, any surprises or lessons that you've been learning on this journey? Thank you. It's been amazing. Uh, I always wanted to, to invest in a, in a project like that. Uh, uh, since I first uh, tried wine when I was 17 years old, uh, uh, I wanted to, like, you know, keep learning about it and get my knowledge better uh, around the, the wine uh, world. Uh, and so when I was 19, uh, finally I made enough money to afford all those, those great wines. Uh, I was lucky enough to play for a coach who loved wine, had a huge collection, was reading uh, wine magazines uh, every trip. Uh, and so that's how we bonded, you know. Um, and so as I got better, you know, in my knowledge in wine, I started to invite, you know, all the best castles in San Antonio. I will invite them to come to do a night nice dinner at my house with Coach Bob, and then the next day we'll invite them to a first game. And then during the summer, I start making trips, you know, uh, to the vineyard. Uh, try to you know know them better, and uh, because in the wine world, obviously you have great families, they're super passionate, and uh, and that's how I started, you know, working on my allocation and the good bottles, you know, uh, reserve, and that's how I started. And when I retired, I wanted to to be more involved, you know, and but it's very hard to invest in the wine business because you either in families for generation and generation, or you have those big companies like LVMA, so Family Town, you know, they buy everything. And so I was very uh, lucky to, through a mutual friends, I met uh, Mr. Rebier, and after talking after six, eight months, we decided to, to become partners, and uh, and now I'm a proud, uh, proud uh, uh, owner, uh, slash ambassador, slash everything. <laughs> you mentioned the wine dinners you had in San Antonio. Just for us massive foodies, can you help us fantasize for a moment? What kind of food was served? What kind of wines were poured? Can you can you take us back to those so, nights? So basically, uh, basically, I had a private chef. So, so my private chef will work with the with the, the vineyard. So let's say uh, one year we had Chateau Picru. Uh, he will call. The main guy in Chateau they will tell us who's coming, number one, number two, number three, how many people is coming, will send us the bottles uh, and uh, uh, tell us what year, you know, they will send us. And then they will work with my chef to make sure we make a menu accordingly 
to make sure that everything matched with what we're drinking, you know. And so Petrusa, when they came to my house, they brought the, we tried 69, 82, uh, 2000, and I think uh, 2009, I think. It, it, it was unbelievable, like all those bottles, great bottles, great vintages. And, uh, and for me, I'm very lucky too, because I'm born in 82, and it's one of the best years, you know, for, for wine, uh, especially in Bordeaux. And so every time I visit a, a castle in Bordeaux, the employees, they, they're always super happy because it's a good opportunity for them to ask the owner, let's open an 82. <laughs> and uh, most of the time, you know, they're, they're tough. Say thank you to me. Say yes, my my, my first time trying an eighty two, <laughs> because now they they don't open those eighty twos a lot, you know. So you you've hinted at your your sports background. Obviously, you have become a master. And I guess my question would be: Is there any lesson that you mastered in sports that you've brought into the wine world with you? No, just a, just a passion and the work ethic, you know. Uh, Obviously, uh, in the wine world, uh, it, it, I will never like try to like be and talk like like a sommelier. You know, uh, they, they do studies for that. And even if I have a, a, a good knowledge, and obviously I've been so many vineyards and I'm learning all the time, especially since I've been uh, owning uh, vineyards. You know, I did the harvest, uh, I did the assemblage. You know, when you buy all the parcels, you know, and you decide what the the wine is going to be. And, and I've been working with the great directors, you know, our director uh, at Cut is unbelievable. The director at La Mascarone is great too. And so for me, it's been great uh, knowledge, you know, and great uh, learning process to learn even more about wine. So clearly, uh, when you did retire, you had many opportunities in front of you. What inspired you to choose to partner with Chateau La Mascarone? So, so basically, uh, when I met him, I knew he was huge in the, in the wine business. And obviously, it brings a lot of credibility when you work with somebody like Chalepier because he's been in this world for so long. And he's the owner of one of the best wine in the world with Coste de Tournel. When I say Coste, it's Coste de Tournel. And so, Coste, uh, so basically, uh, that's how I knew him. And I was like, wow, that, that's big time. And so, when he talked about the La Mascarone, uh, he bought it from Tom Bove. And uh, back in 06, uh, when I start going, you know, uh, on vacation every summer, uh, I start drinking rosé. You know, with my brothers and my friends, we like love rosé, like in the summer. And so that's when Miraval took off, you know, uh, with Brad Pitt when he when he bought it with Angelina. And and so he bought Miraval from Tom Bowes. And so that's why I was like, man, if Tom Bowes uh, kept that property perfect with Lama, uh, with the Miraval, for sure La Mascarone. It's just a matter of time before we can do something amazing. What's next for you as far in the wine world goes? What can we be looking for for the rest of 2023 or 24? Anything you can tease about the future? Oh, just, just that uh, our, our premium rosé just came out, you know, uh, like on reserve, you know, from the Master Road, made 3,000 bottles. Um, you know, every rosé now, the, you have your rosé, and, and we're working on, on premiums ones. Um, I think that's where it's going now with Rosé, as all those big companies and all that knowledge that they get from the red wine is coming into the Rosé world, the, the Rosé is going to get better and better. A few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to taste it. The, the flavor was incredible, and the craftsmanship behind it was incredible. So congratulations on an amazing oh, bottle. Thank you. Thank you. The last question I would love to ask 
Is there any message that you don't get asked about enough that you'd love to share with an audience? It'd be like uh, for all those people that if one day uh, they want to invest uh, in wine, just dream big, you know, and uh, and don't put any limits, you know, into it. That's beautiful. Well, I know you're a busy person. I really appreciate a few minutes of your time and just just connecting over wine. I appreciate it. And to learn more about Tony Parker and the rosé from Chateau La Mascaron, website is chateau-lamascaron.com. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. Follow La Mascaron on Instagram. On Instagram, it's La Mascaron. On Facebook, it's just Mascaron. And obviously, follow Tony at on Instagram at underscore Tony Parker 09. Big, big thank you to Tony Parker. Tony, thank you for the conversation. I appreciate it. Big thank you to his amazing team for facilitating the conversation. I'd like to thank our team for building this episode. And of course, I'd like to thank you for listening. Thanks so much. See you next time.